internet brand strategist Sandra Beck interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and we are talking today about numerology. Now we did a numerology show a couple months ago and it was one of our biggest downloads. So we are so excited to be talking about numerology today and talking about using numbers to make decisions, big decisions in our lives, decisions in our business, transitioning, trying new things, all of these things uh, Marie, is we are able to use numbers just to help us in our decision-making processes. And as entrepreneurs, we make decisions all the time. And decision fatigue is a big part of the entrepreneurial lifestyle. So having some other information, some other guidance really can be helpful. So Marie, I'm so excited that you're here with me today. Me too. Thank you so much for having me back. I have great information to share. Um, when we talk about using numerology to help make decisions, today I really want to talk about how it can help timing. Um, timing in your life, timing in the rhythm of business, timing in the rhythm of your personal life, and, and, and so it goes. Um, because numerology, it's, it's basically a way to look at how the cycles roll in life. Um, you have a beginning and you have an end and you have all these places in between. So numerology for me, it's a very useful tool to understand when you should bet it all, when you should fold, and when maybe you should hold a little bit. Well, and I think that's so exciting because it's another, you know, like I do the head check, heart check, gut check. Like before I make a decision, I go, does it sound right in my head? Does it feel right in my heart? What does my gut tell me about it? And those are kind of three different influencers. But now we get to use the influencer of numbers, which is so right. interesting. And this is an ancient art. Yes. So you know, mathematics, we, I guess we call that a science. It's very concrete and people can read it, learn it. Uh, it's mathematics. It's a very, uh, I guess, straightforward kind of language. On the other hand, numerology adds in the art, for me anyways, the art of using my intuition, um, reading the downloads that come when the numbers unlock the information. And, um, you know, with that, I'd love to get started and kind of just start telling you about what the numbers say. But I'd love um, to, you can hear that clicking in the background, what that, that no. noise is for our listeners is actually, um, it's actually Marie putting down the cards on a table live while we're on the air, which I think is super cool. Um, okay. So. I'll start in the beginning. With numerology, we use the numbers one to nine. Uh, that is one complete cycle. Actually, one to 10 is a complete cycle, but nine, nine basically marks the ending and the beginning point, the ending of the first cycle and the beginning of the next cycle. So much like 
when you plant a seed in the ground, uh, and we'll take building a business as an example, there's always the seed planting phase, and that would happen in in the one year, the first year, obviously, you have to plant the seed for anything to grow from it. Um, and then as we work our way up from one to nine, I'm just going to brush through them all quickly. First year, number one, that's planting seeds. Ideas, um, new places, new, new inspiration, new energy. Sometimes in a one year, you may not even know it's a one year until you look back and you understand that, oh my God, that was the, the time when I met so-and-so and the idea was born, or that was the time I went to visit this new place I've never been, and now look at where I am. I'm back in this place that I never thought I would be in. Um, after the seeds are planted, there is a year of uh, development, and that is in a two-year. So when the seeds are now underground, there's water, there's chemistry happening. Not much is happening on the surface, but it's a lot of below surface, subconscious, behind the scenes development. Um, and you need that time for things to, 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 to grow, to do, their, to do their own thing, to receive what nutrients are needed, to, to, um, to grow the, the future plant. I guess, so to speak. So in a two-year, oftentimes people can be discouraged because things move and look slow or progress looks slow. But actually, that's not always the case. You know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done before you launch into the world, which is in a three-year. So usually the third year is the year where you expand. It's after you've been in the cocoon, the butterfly emerges, um, and things start looking like it's going somewhere. And after you've expanded, now imagine a little, the little green shoot that comes out of the ground with its new green leaves. Um, the, the three year is also for growth and it's for rapid growth. It's for expressing yourself. It's for becoming more colorful. It's for kind of breaking out into the world like, like you've been dreaming about doing for the past few years. Um, and that's, that's really an exciting time. That's usually a very joyous year is always the third year. And then after you've gotten a little size to you, then it then after all this growth, you kind of have to prune it and start building a solid foundation from what you have. And that would be the four year or the fourth year. And four, it also represents the four sides of a square or a rectangle. It's for building the walls, building the foundation, uh, basically the support, building the strength. And this is, this is, if we talk about the plant again, it's when the plant starts growing a little bit of woody trunk to give itself strength. Gotcha. And usually, um, you know, when you're in a personal cycle of, the four year when you're dealing with building the foundation of your life, whether it's business or not, um, sometimes the four year can be a little tedious because you're dealing with details, you're dealing with admin, you're dealing with structure and systems. It's not everybody's most favorite fun cup of tea, but it's definitely necessary when you're building and when you're growing. 
Now, after the four year, when you've built all this, then it's time to, um, then it's kind of time to expand again. So then that brings you to the five year. Now, five is the number of change, meaning changing in direction, changing in scope, changing lanes. You're still going in the same direction of growth, but perhaps you're going from the slow lane to the fast lane. And in a five-year, usually for businesses, this is a time when new opportunity starts to come to you. And you have to be on your toes. You have to be moving with the flow to grasp all of these opportunities. And a lot of these uh, things will come your way quite unexpectedly. So you can imagine a small tree. Now it's time to just grow all those branches in any which direction that he has space to grow in. Now is a good time to thank our sponsor because, you know, we're talking about numbers. We're talking about numerology and how to use numbers to affect your business. And what I love about our sponsor is there's so much uncertainty to go around right now that NetSuite reduces it by giving you visibility and control and with so many critical decisions to make. And that's what we're talking about, making decisions to build your business. You need the right numbers and you need them right now. So NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. And with NetSuite, we give you financials, cash flow, payroll, inventory, and so much more. It's all in one place. So you have clear visibility and total control of your business. NetSuite customers have the flexibility to work from anywhere with immediate clarity and critical information right at their fingertips. So there's no more guessing. There's no more waiting. You can make smarter decisions with confidence because you've got crystal clear visibility into your numbers. And you can join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to stay in control. So I want you guys to get your free guide. It's called Managing Business Uncertainty. And schedule Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash coach. And don't wait. Get your free guide. Schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash coach. That's netsuite.com slash coach. You'll be so glad you did because if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And we were talking about the number five and and how much that reflects change. So, Mary, tell us about number six. What does numerology teach us about the number six? So, so after all this change takes place, um, usually by the end of this five year, it's time to trim the fat. It's um, six is the number associated with home and domesticity. So after kind of being out and about and grabbing all these different, random, surprising, exciting opportunities, six is a time to come back home and really just to go back Mama, to... Mama, your meeting over? Honey. What was I saying? So six... Six has to do with coming back to the home, the, the heart or the hearth of the home, um, your nearest and dearest. Um, I guess collect your energies. Uh, let me start that over. So after the year of the five, which is sometimes chaotic, six is about coming back to the home and finding harmony again. Oh, nice. So six is... Um, a number that has a lot to do with domesticity, harmony, relationships, balancing, um, and 
and also beauty. So once you've built, built up something to the point of, of this, to this point of growth, it's time to really trim the fat and pare it down to only those parts that you love. So that's usually what you have the opportunity to do in a six year. Nice. And, and also be big enough that you can be of service and start giving more than you have in the past. Six is also the number of service. And after the sixth year, you come to your seventh year. And seven, just like it relates to the seventh day of the week, um, in many cultures and religions, it's the day of rest. Also in numerology, it is the year of rest. So it is the year that you can take a personal sabbatical. And the purpose of this is to really go within and analyze where you've been for, for the past six, seven years. Kind of which direction are you going? Where, where have you been? Where do you want to go? How else do you want to refine what you have? Um, seven is a number of refinement. Uh, it's seven is also the number of spirituality, higher learning. Um, maybe it's time to add more skills to your repertoire, repertoire. And seven is also the number of laser focus and questioning. So after all the busyness of last year, last six years, um, now it's time to take a moment, quiet down, ask some very important questions. And if you're in a personal year of seven, usually if you're not in the mode of self-reflection or introspection, life will throw circumstances at you to almost force you into a mode of asking the important questions. Um, and that often happens. So seven Oh, kind of like the four year when you're dealing with details, seven years are also not full of fun like some of the other years. The what three year seven year itch, you know, in relation. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. you know, there's the sevens within the Bible, you know, like every seven years, you know, you pause, yes. reflect. Like, so there's a lot to do with the number seven. Right. There's a lot of, uh, exactly. Yeah. The seven year itch. It makes sense. You've been with somebody, you're married for seven years you know a lot by now about what you have in your hands and it's time for a serious introspection and reflection and asking yourself the questions. And after the seven year, um, those questions by the end of that seven year, those questions will answer themselves. You come to your eight year and the number eight itself, it's the, it's in the shape of the infinity sign. It's the never ending Mm -hmm. boomerang so the eight year is the year of fruition that's the time when you start to reap all the rewards uh, you reap what you sow everything you've put in is going to start coming back out um, and most of the time it's material because eight is the number that deals with material wealth in this world um, but eight is also there's a circle on top and there's a circle on bottom. That means balance in the material and spiritual world. So you can use the energy of the eight in that year to understand where you are in your 
balance of the material and spiritual. And if you're imbalanced in either, it will definitely show up in the other. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, but this is usually a big year for people, very busy, a lot of rubbing elbows, a lot of getting yourself out there, amazing year for marketing, and a lot of money being spent and a lot of money coming in. And after the eight, that brings us to the ninth year. And nine years, the ninth year, it's technically the end of the chapter of this current book. So when you get to this point, you know what you're made of, you've reaped the rewards, you're continuing to reap the rewards. And in a nine year, you kind of revert back to the, the analysis of, wow, now what? Slightly different analysis than the seven year. After you reap the rewards, there's a sense of you've achieved what you set out to achieve. You've reached the top of this mountain and the nine year is made for climbing down this mountain in search of your next one. So basically it's wrapping it up, wrapping up this chapter and also looking forward to the next, the next entire book. So nine years are major transformation years. It's the start of your two year transformation. Wow. Okay. And if you know that, then what, what usually happens in a nine year is everything that you haven't tied up in the past nine years, relationships, places, people, things, even your own attitudes, um, your relationship with yourself, they all kind of bubble back up to the surface for a once and for all um, dealing with relationships that you thought had ended. Hold on. Can you give me some time here? I need to do the Zoom. Thank you. Go watch TV with everyone. Please. I need some quiet. Thank you. Um, so nine years will offer you the opportunity to clear the deck. And that's when old relationships might pop, pop back up out of the blue. You might end up in a place that you hadn't visited for so many years, but is definitely part of your journey just to, just to give you kind of a, a walk down memory aisle, memory lane. Um, so nine year is all about letting go of the old in preparation for the new. And after the nine, you have 10, which is actually year one of the brand new cycle. So let me ask you, with these cycles, do they start when the project starts? How do you know like when it's a year one or does it start like year one when you're born? Like how do you know when the one is? Right, that's a really good question. So which year it is, it, it depends on your personal year. Okay. So when we're reading a person, you know, for example, there could be two partners in one business and they start the business this year, year 2020. For one partner, it could be his personal year of one. Okay. And for that person, it is literally the beginning of a whole new cycle for him. And this business represents the start of that new cycle, new story, new journey, um, new project. For the partner, he could be 
in his personal year of five, for instance. So really, he's been on a different journey. They just happened to cross paths this year. And the business represents to him in a five-year a massive opportunity. So the meaning of any particular circumstance or any business entity to the person that it's related with, it could be different. Wow. Or let's, yeah, let's use marriage, for instance, because marriage takes two, but it's one event. Um, the date, the year of your marriage, again, it could, if you get married in a one year, for instance, the marriage represents for you a brand new journey, a brand new project, a brand new era in your life. However, people often get married in year number two. And two is about partnership. It's about learning patience because you always have to have patience when you're dealing with a partner. Um, and so for somebody else, it could mean the marriage represents a, a big lesson in partnership. Okay. And for the next person, if they get married in a three personal year, the marriage could represent to them their own butterfly year, that this is what they've been wishing and wanting and building up to, and that they finally got married in a three year, and it's just something that brings them joy. That's wonderful. So, yeah, so you see how... It's not about the thing. It's just about how it relates to your personal cycle and how it fits in your whole story. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So when people are looking to, um, you know, to do their numbers, is this something they can do themselves or? Yes, it's pretty easy um, to find out what your personal year is. You just take your birth month. Okay. Let's use July 1st as an example. Your birth month is seven. You add that to your birth day, which is one, and that gives you eight. So if mine was January, it would be zero one. So that's a one. Mm -hmm. Three and one is a four. So by my year would be a five. So no, you would take that five. No, sorry. You would take we're talking about January 31st, correct? So four plus one is five plus the year. And the year is 2020. And two plus so two. Present year. You don't use the past year. You can figure out any year, but we'll use the present year. You can figure out which number you were in any given year. But people usually want to know what year is it now? What is it? what's happening today. So today we're in 2020. So you take five plus four because of the two plus two. Okay. And that's nine. So now you're in a personal year of nine, Ooh. which means you're wrapping up a whole nine year cycle of experience and um, you've climbed the mountain. You've conquered this one. You are now clearing the decks for your next one. And in a nine year, you may or may not be able to see where you're going because right now the focus first is in finishing. So you're finishing here and now the feeling in a nine year is, is there's definitely a sense of accomplishment because you have, but there's also a sense of um, 
questioning or dissatisfaction, but not sure where it comes from. It's just, it's like when a snake grows too big for its skin, there's that tightness and you start rubbing the skin. The snake will start rubbing himself on a rock to try to break that old skin. Well, and as an entrepreneur, like I, I think you're spot on because it's, for me, it's what's next. Okay. Yes. You know, what's this is feeling confining. What's next? Where do I go from here? Right. And that process of breaking out of the skin that's too old, it has served you well, but now you're bigger, you're growing. You don't know where the new is quite yet. Mm-hmm. The new is the, basically the skin, the new skin of the snake. Um, but it takes a while. It takes a process of crawling out of the old and exposing the new. And when will this new skin be exposed? Usually in the following year, when it's a one year again. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's right in alignment with a reading I had with a different intuitive out of Australia who said very much similar things based on her cards. So it's interesting that the numbers and the cards mm-hmm would reflect very similar sentiments. Yeah. And there's always a, there's always a point in between the nine year and the one year somewhere towards the end of summer, beginning of fall around September where it's always darkest before dawn. It's always, you know, you just think you can't, you don't want to not know anymore but you really don't have any light at the end of the tunnel. And then all of a sudden you turn a corner and boom, you have the light at the end of the tunnel. Wow. When you, you know, when you know that um, emotionally you can prepare yourself for just sitting with the unknown because transitions are always exposing you to unknown. You know, when we talk about transitions and things to the unknown, um, we can use all these different tools. And, you know, as we explore the different tools of numerology, we can look at oracle cards, we can look at all sorts of different things. And it's just amazing to me how accurate these can be insofar as guiding you into taking the next steps or even explaining what's been happening. And it's exciting to me that we can talk about these tools in a business context because, you know, 20 years ago, a lot of this stuff was not readily available or acceptable. And so we've got the ability to use these different tools to help guide us in our decision-making. So if we look at where we are in the nine-year process, it can also explain why some of the things are happening in our business or why we're feeling a certain way. Exactly. And let's just take an entrepreneur like yourself um, and how to use this information specifically. Um, For example, in the five-year Five is right in the middle of the cycle. It's the year that we call the catalyst of change year. And usually it's in this year, you want to know, you want to be prepared that opportunities will come your way. When you're mentally prepared to notice opportunities, you will in fact notice more opportunities and it will help widen your view. And when you know that this is the year with 
with a very go with the flow, quick energy, you can adapt your thinking, you can adapt your lifestyle, you can just kind of let it go a bit. And because coming out of the four year into the five year, four again is all about structure. So you have to understand that you have to let go of the structure a little and be a bit bold in the five year because the energies call for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just, just trust that you have built the structure to where it needs to be, that the system is there to catch you. Um, not all opportunities are amazing and great and are fruitful. However, you have to go through, you might have to go through a handful of them to find one or two great ones that will prove to be fruitful. See, that's so interesting to me because, you know, it gives us, it gives us guidance and a new way of thinking about the situation as a whole. Yeah, it, it does. And again, I'll just keep going with the five year. Five is all about movement. Um, so if you have opportunities to travel that year, go. This is the year, if any, to be up and away and run about the world. And oftentimes opportunities will come on these trips. Wow. Wow. So how does this, like, I love how this relates to making, you know, kind of business decisions overall. Is there a way to help fine tune some of the, the things for next year? Like if we did the same number, the birthday plus next year, could Mm -hmm. we, some things about where we're going in our business or maybe some directions on where to go in the future. Of course. Um, So for example, you're in a nine year, all the years are sequential. You basically have to calculate one year and it just goes in sequence. So nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, Next year in a one year, just know that it's a seed planting year. And the energy of a new year, it's, you have a lot of energy because it usually takes the, the um, it makes me think about launching of the rocket. Mm-hmm. You know, there's usually a, a ton of energy right at the launch. And then the, the need for all of that en- energy diminishes a bit after it's in orbit. Okay. And so think of the one year as that launching year. So in a nine year, sometimes it it can feel draining because you're dealing with so much history. You're dealing with so much of the built up tasks that need to be done from your previous cycle that nine years can be emotionally draining Uh, as well. You're also letting go of a lot of, um, I want to say personal mindset and that, that usually is the toughest part for people to let go of is your own thinking patterns that aren't serving you. So after a nine year, you're often emotionally drained and you just need a rest. But going into number one year, you will be infused with this brand new energy. You may not feel it right away, but you will start to feel it. It will come to you. And this is the year to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and go get it and go after it. So this is the year to just follow, follow your gut, follow your fancy. Um, Just follow your nose 
because there's something inside of you during a one year that knows where you want to go. It may not all make sense. You might end up in places you've never imagined going. You'll meet people that you never thought you would meet. Um, just diff just be open in a one year and let your energies take you. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. and you know, when I look at companies like, you know, I've owned one company for 20 years. I've owned one company for 12 years and I'm thinking of starting another one, which is why it's really funny that we're talking today about, you know, next year being a, a, a one year um, for me. Is the, is, are the numbers attached to you personally or are they attached to the company? Cause that's where I get confused. I go, okay, this, you know, am I in the one year or is my company in the one year? You are in the one year. This is a personal year. And if you should start a company in a one year, then the company will represent a brand new beginning for you. Gotcha. As gotcha. opposed to the company represents a brand new opportunity that you have been building up to. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's, I mean, that's so interesting because it's really about personal guidance Yes. Rather than, right. So where you're going and you as the head of the company or the idea generator or the leader of the business mm -hmm. is it's really exciting. Yeah. You know, if, if this company, for instance, um, was an opportunity brought to you by someone else, maybe it's a brand new business um, pursuit for you. It doesn't have to be the brand new pursuit of somebody else. And yet it is the start of a new thing for you. Yeah. So it is, it is a personal reading, but because the business comes from you, you are the core. So when we're, we're doing this and we go to have a reading, let's say somebody books a reading with you and they, mm -hmm. they what, what can you expect? Like, you know, I remember the first time I had my cards read by an Oracle, I was really nervous. I didn't know what to expect. So I right. think it's interesting always to, um, to look at it and go, okay, what is, what does a reading look like? Like what does a numerology sure. reading look like? So a numerology reading always starts with your birth date, a month, day, and year, and your full name given at birth. And also a lot of people have different names that they're called on a daily basis. That's also noted, but really it's your name at birth that gives you the, the blueprint or the foundation of the reading. Um, it starts out general and then we go specific. And the first thing that we look at is all the numbers in your birthday and what those numbers say. Okay. And the whole entire birthday will give what's called a life path number. And this is the, the umbrella number of your whole entire life, the aim of your existence. This gives you your core talents that you were born with, um, major lessons in life. This sets the tone for the reading. And then the day that you're born, we go further into your personality. So the day of your birth, because it's, very, it's likely that the day you're born gives a number that's very different from what your life path is. Um, that's what I call the personality number. So the personality is like the uniform that you wear. 
So the police officer will put on his police officer uniform. The firemen will put on their fireman uniform. You, the number four, will put on your number four uniform as you walk through life. Gotcha. Yes. And then the month and day added together gives you, some call it the attitude number. Some call it the nurture number. Basically, it's your early experiences that is part of your nurturing. Um, This is read in conjunction with your life path number, which is more of your nature. So it's the nature versus nurture or the both together. Wow. And, And this number basically tells me how you are under pressure. How do you deal with emergency situations? How were you nurtured growing up that you have certain um, skills and, and what do you call it when you um, how, when you respond? Um, I forget the word for it right now, but it's how you have been conditioned to respond. Wow. Wow. So it's not really anything somebody should be scared about or no. about. It's not, not going to, you know, your death. It's not going to, you know, it, it's just, you know, cause I think some of those things cross people's mind if they've never been to a numerologist before. Right. No, I, I do not call myself a fortune teller whatsoever. All I'm doing is um, I do, you know, once I see your numbers, I do get an intuitive download of a picture of who you are and using the knowledge I have about the numbers themselves and trying to describe this picture is how I give the reading. And basically all I'm doing is telling somebody about who they are, who they were born to be, who they can be, how they behave in certain instances. I'm just describing them and 99.9 times out of a hundred They'll say, oh, yeah, well, I knew that. You didn't tell me anything I didn't know, but no one's ever told me that. Wow. So you know who you are, but a lot of us forget sometimes. Well, or we're influenced, you know. Or we're yes. find is more often than not is when I've had readings, people will tell me, oh, you're this, you're that. And you kind of buy into what people tell you you are. At least I did. And so it was interesting when I started having different readings from different intuitives about my business, they're like, you know, you're really good at this. You're really good at that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that because I had been so conditioned to hear you should be doing this because you're good at that. And, you know, I think it's easy to get lost. Yes, it is. Um, And that's, that's all of us because we have so much to deal with in the modern world. Uh, as we know it, and sometimes all we need is somebody to bring us back to who we are at the core. Right. And that's really what a numerology reading is, is you just, you start to remember who you, who you're, or I should say what your true essence is. And part of the coaching that goes along with the numerology reading is we can discuss any issues that are on the mind or in the circumstances in life now. And we can look at those closer based on the timing, mm-hmm. according timing to the numbers. We know is everything. Hmm? I'm sorry. Timing, as we know, is everything. Timing. timing, as we know, is everything. Yeah. So, for instance, divorce, you know, is, should I, shouldn't I? When should I? 
um, it's helpful to get a numerology reading for those types of decisions. Um, but even before making those decisions, a big use for numerology is compatibility. Mm -hmm. so in business, you might want to look at your business partner before you partner, um, perhaps a launch date to make sure it's a date that's compatible with your numbers. You know, there are no bad numbers. It's just all about compatibility. So if you're thinking of partnering up with someone, um, what you run their numbers along with yours, like you, you know, the one that you just taught us today. You can do that. Yes. So that's a whole other piece of numerology is looking at compatibility. What the oh, cool. benefits are of that combination and what might be the challenges and yeah. how to navigate those challenges. Right. So it's not necessarily an either or like you should or you shouldn't, but it can right. give you some insight into what might make it work better. Exactly. Because there's no, again, there's no bad or good numbers. There's no bad or good challenges. There's no better or worse benefits. Mm -hmm. It just is what it is. You know, some businesses come together because their sole purpose is to make money they might have an eight in their combination. Some businesses come together because their sole purpose is to um, serve humanity. Mm -hmm. And that might be a nine business. Um, it doesn't mean they won't make money. It's just not their soul's purpose. And, and also some other businesses are built to be the inspiration for the business world. And that's a completely different purpose. So just knowing like what you feel in your heart, which sometimes can get overridden by your head yes. and helps be validated by using numerology. Right. Yes. Um, and I also mentioned part of the numerology reading is, is your name. So everyone ha has a name. Mm -hmm. Um, the name, it can be broken down into your heart's desire as a person. It can be broken down to your personality again. And there's the two parts. It's almost like the name further breaks down your personality as a person. Okay. Whereas the birthday is the reading of your soul. So you have a personality of your soul, and then you have the personality of the person that is carrying the soul forth. Yeah, so and it's I, a little complicated. I think that it is. it's layers, a lot yeah, of layers. layers. You know, and I think somebody who has a good understanding of human behavior and nature, on and um, and is very intuitive on a good day, it might be a fun hobby for them that could turn into a career. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. What first got you interested in numerology before we go? Uh, sure. I listened to a woman give a numero numerology forecast on where the economy was going. And it was an interesting talk, but I ended up signing up with her to get my own personal numbers read. And I don't remember what she said, but I just remember how I felt and it was so accurate that I was completely fascinated. So I bought her book, I read it, it all made sense to me on some level and, and I've read 
hundreds of books since. And that's what got me started is getting my own numbers read. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. I mean, and you know, what's always amazing to me is whether, whether the intuitive chooses numbers or cards or, um, you know, stones, different things like that. Mm-hmm. It's always amazing to me how accurate it is because everybody I think is tuning in to the same spirit. Right. It's, it's frequencies. It's your energy. Everything is energy at the end of the day. It's just which language do you choose? to be able to translate that energy. So for me, I've had different types of readings and yet I haven't felt as drawn to the other types of um, oracles as I am to numerology. It just seems, it's, it's an easy language for me. Who knows why? Well, right. I mean, it's like some of my, my um, shows I've done, you know, they've always been attracted to one of these certain reading mediums and it's personal mm-hmm. preference. So that's what I think makes it so exciting and so interesting. Um, what advice do you have for someone who's starting out in numerology and just, you know, wants to get their feet wet? Um, well, first of all, get a reading for yourself. So I'll get more than one because every numerologist, we are still human beings and we still read the numbers with our own essence um, attached to it. Um, They're just different flavors of readings, uh, more or less the same, but see how you respond to numerology. And if it sparks that joy, like Marie Kondo says, perhaps you should follow that. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. And, you know, there's so many different places on Amazon, on YouTube, you know, you can can Google and look at websites. I don't think it has to be some great massive monetary investment just to get started. No, there's a lot of articles online. I, I learned my numerology through books. I actually have the physical books. Um, but it's something that I love so much that if I have five minutes standing in line, I'll read something about it. So for me, it didn't take anything extra from me to study it. It was fun. Love that. Love that. Um, Well, Marie, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's always a pleasure. And I look forward to having you back and talk about more different, unique, fun, numerical ways that we can use numbers to help guide us into our successful future. We'll be back again next week. Thank you, Sandra. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.